We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> You're talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rooks, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Do Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. NBA Most Valuable Player, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Giannis trailing the lob. Oh. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Two seconds. Middleton. Yes! Chris Middleton. Nice jumper. Got it! Giannis Antetokounmpo. Hey there. Welcome to The Buck Starts Here, your special Monday episode of the Eurostep. I'm Ty Windish, and here's what you need to know about the Milwaukee Bucks for the week of Monday, November 18th. This podcast is brought to you by Untuck It. This was a quiet week for Milwaukee as the Bucks only played two games. Thankfully, the team won both of them, an iffy 124-115 win over the Chicago Bulls at home that Rohan and I covered last time on the Eurostep. Make sure to check that episode out if you want to hear more about the Bulls game and about replacing Chris Middleton. And then the Bucks had a really solid win over the Indiana Pacers on the road on Saturday. Without Victor Oladipo, who has yet to play this season as he recovers from a knee injury that has sidelined him since January, that is the middle-ish of last season, and Malcolm Brogdon, who sat out after hurting his back in the game the night before for the Pacers against the Houston Rockets, Indiana just could not generate enough offense to keep up with the Bucks. The Pacers gave a spirited third-quarter effort, outscoring the Bucks 27-22. The Milwaukee third-quarter demons are still around, it seems, but after putting up just 14 points in the second quarter, the Pacers just did not have enough points to keep up. The Bucks ended up winning 102-83, easily their best defensive showing of the year, although against that shorthanded Pacers team, it might not mean so much. Giannis did typical wild Giannis stuff, putting up 26 points, 12 rebounds, 6 assists, 1 steal, and 1 block in just 28 minutes against Indiana. He also made 3 of his 6 attempted 3s, bringing the Greek Freak's 3-point percentage for the season up to 32.0. That is not an elite mark, but it represents the best Giannis has shot from deep since his rookie season, 
and he's got time to make it an even better number going forward this season. Plus, all the talk about Giannis, usually people don't say if he had an elite three-point shot, he would be unstoppable. He just needs an okay one, and it seems like he's getting there. We'll get right back to the buck starts here in a moment, but first, a quick word from Untuck It. Have you ever seen an untucked button-down? They look, well, bad. Why? Because they weren't meant to be worn that way. Thankfully, now there is one that can be. There's Untuck It, the original button-down shirt that's actually designed to be worn untucked. No matter your size or shape, Untuck It shirts always fall at the perfect untucked length. And with the holidays near, there's no better gift for your favorite guy who needs an upgrade in the shirt department. Shirt shopping is hard enough as is, with every store seemingly using a different set of sizes. And don't even get me started about trying to shop for others. Luckily, Untuck It makes it way easier, thanks to their more than 50 plus fit combinations. Untuck It shirts look great on tall, short, slim, and athletic guys of all ages. I love how their clothes fit and how they look. The material, design, and different colors available are all absolutely fantastic. And you can find your favorite Untuck It style online or check out one of their 80 brick and mortar stores. Choose from styles like wrinkle-free button-downs, super soft flannels, outerwear, and more. With Untuck It, your shirts will never look baggy, bulgy, too long, or too big again. And their website, it's so easy to use. They even have a whole page devoted to helping you find your fit. What could be better? Whether you're shopping for the perfect holiday gift or just trying to craft a smart, relaxed style of your own, Untuck It is the way to go. Visit UntuckIt.com and use promo code BLUE, B-L-U-E, for 20% off at checkout. That's U-N-T-U-C-K-I-T.com and promo code BLUE for 20% off. As we look back at the Wisconsin Herds last week, it's pretty easy to see the Herd is rolling right now. Wisconsin has won four straight games after dropping their first contest of the season. Uh, To put that four wins in perspective, it took until January 9th for Wisconsin to win win that many games last season. Chase Buford's tenure as head coach is starting off far better than the last Herd season did. Starting on Wednesday, the Herd beat the Capital City Go-Go and Raptors 9.05 at home, but neither win was easy. The Herd was down early in both games. They were down huge against the Raptors by as much as 19 before managing to come all the way back late. I was at that game, I think in my notes, and even on Twitter I wrote, this game is starting to get away from the Wisconsin Herd. They brought it back all the way back. It was a terrific team win. Early on, Dragon Bender and two-way player Cam Reynolds were really carrying the load, but in the second half, especially later in the third quarter, and then in the fourth quarter, it was a real team effort. Several players, Luke May hitting some big shots, Ray John Tucker getting involved in big ways. He's been doing that several games this year now. Those other players, along with the Bucks players stepping up, really made the difference and got Wisconsin the win. After that game, Cam Reynolds said the herd needs to stop losing focus early and then snapping into gear late. He said his quote was, the herd needs to start punching people in the mouth right away and then continue to do it the whole game. Wisconsin went ahead and did that on Sunday. They thrashed the Capital City Go-Go 132-106. to The herd did not trail at all after the first quarter. Now at 4-1, and as I record this, the herd has more wins than any other team in the G League's Eastern Conference. 
looking like it could be a good year for the Wisconsin Hurt. It was a Bucks player, though, that made the biggest news in the nomination arena this week as Giannis Antetokounmpo came down to watch his brother Tenassis play on Wednesday, his first and so far only game as an assignee. Giannis made someone's day in the tunnel on the way out as he told 19-year-old Goot Deng, who works mopping the court during herd games, that when Giannis himself was younger, he also happened to work the mops at basketball courts and other places. Deng then got a selfie with the Greek freak. It was an awesome moment. The The kid was blown away. I kind of was too. I just happened to be there watching it. This was definitely not something put on for the cameras. Uh, I was one of the only people in the tunnel when Giannis walked by and the interaction happened, and it was so cool to see. Uh, Giannis had never met Deng before, did not know him, but it just kind of happened that way. And I also said hi to Giannis for what it's worth. He sort of said hi back, and that's all I really needed. So shout out to that occasion. Special in a lot of ways, one could say. Now, before we look ahead at the Bucks next week, here's another perspective on the last week of Bucks basketball. This is your Milwaukee Bucks vibe check, courtesy of Rohan Kadi. By continuing to win games even though they lost an all-star in Chris Middleton to injury, the Milwaukee Bucks are proving that they are indeed the deep team we thought they could be coming into the season. While the Middleton injury is obviously a bummer and a huge loss for the team, it does have value. In the two games that Cash has missed, Dante DiVincenzo and Sterling Brown have had to step up. Even though Dante has been starting, these two young bucks have been seeing around equal minute loads in the mid-20s range. While both Dante and Sterling are good shooters, or at least capable of being good shooters, DiVincenzo's playmaking and Brown's bully ball provide Milwaukee with different looks to go to depending on matchups. Speaking of variety, Coach Budenholzer has seemed to integrate new wrinkles into the offense. Compared to earlier in the season, the Bucks have not had many offensive droughts, and that may be because when the three ball is not falling, Milwaukee seems to be running more pick and rolls. Whether it be Bledsoe and Brook, Bled and Giannis, or Giannis and a shooter, these sets have become more and more prevalent and seem to get good results. Once Chris Middleton returns, the offense should look even smoother. The fact that the Bucks are adapting even this early in the season has me feeling really positive about this team right now especially considering lack of diversity in the offense, was a big part of this team's downfall in the playoffs last season. Another thing that has me feeling good is that apparently Giannis is a solid three-point shooter now. Over the last seven games, Giannis is shooting 40.6% from three on 4.6 attempts per game, which is just positively ridiculous given how much he has struggled in the past. If this is actually a sustainable thing, Maybe Giannis can win Most Improved Player in addition to MVP and Defensive Player of the Year this season. While three-point shooting is good for Giannis, the rest of the team is struggling a bit. The most consistent shooter in Middleton is out, while Brooke Lopez, Robin Lopez, Eric Bledsoe, and Ersan Ilyasova are all under 30% from distance so far. Hopefully they can regress to the mean as the season goes on, but it could be a point of concern going forward. Looking ahead for Milwaukee, the Bucks have a pretty typical schedule this week, featuring four games, two home and two on the road. Milwaukee continues traveling after that Indiana game with a game in Chicago tonight at 7 Central, that's Monday night, and then a game in Atlanta on Wednesday at 6.30. Then it's back-to-back time for Milwaukee as the Bucks come home to end the week with the struggling Trailblazers, bringing the newest Blazer, Carmelo Anthony, to town on Thursday at 7 and finally, the Bucks close out the week with another home game against a team having a rough go of it when they take on the Detroit Pistons at 7.30 on Saturday. 
As for the Herd next week, they kicked off a big road trip this week, and it continues through next week. The Herd have no games in Oshkosh until after Thanksgiving. Wisconsin takes on the Lakeland Magic on Wednesday, the Westchester Knicks on Friday, and then the Delaware Bluecoats on Saturday. Delaware Bluecoats, as it is, easily one of my favorite team names and identities ever. I, I need to get some Bluecoats merch at some point. But if you're looking to watch a Herd game, you're going to probably have to stream it unless you are a very randomly placed Bucks slash Herd fan in either Lakeland, Westchester, or Delaware, somewhere in Delaware. And now your quick look around the NBA. I usually use this time to highlight teams that are doing really well, but let's check out one on the opposite end of the spectrum this time. The Detroit Pistons were supposed to make it back to the playoffs this season, or at least be in the playoff hunt, but so far the Pistons have not looked nearly good enough for that. Detroit is 4-9 this season and currently riding a four-game losing streak, despite finally getting Blake Griffin back and having him play relatively well for two of their last three games. If the Pistons cannot get this turned around soon, it would make a lot of sense to blow it up and trade Blake, contract year Andre Drummond, and some other pieces, but we'll see if Pistons ownership can stomach a real rebuild. As always, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Eurostep, this being the buck starts here, a special Monday issue of the Eurostep to get you ready for the week. Rohan and I both really appreciate it. Make sure to subscribe on whatever platform you're on, whether it's Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever else. Just find that subscribe button and smash that thing. Make sure to rate and review. Leave a review if you can. All of that stuff really helps us, and we really appreciate it. Follow us on Twitter at TyWindish at Arcadi Jr. And if you want to get in the Eurogroup Discord, a bunch of us who talk bucks during games and outside of games, All you have to do is tweet at Rohan and I a screenshot of you listening to the podcast and we can get you in there. Otherwise, until next time and next week, go Bucks. Bucks.